We're celebrating World Animation Day and its impact on storytelling. As a variant of visual storytelling, animation has been part of advertisements, entertainment, and educational materials for decades. Brands, institutions, and agencies can make their stories shine using animation, stop-motion graphics, or even CGI. But how do you make sure it's being used for the right reasons and in the right way for your storytelling? In this episode of Story First, we recognize the art of animation with a creative conversation around how this valuable tool in the content toolbox brings projects to life. Welcome to Story First, a podcast dedicated to the ins and outs of content creation. From content planning to commercial productions, we will feature interviews with experts, thought leaders, and successful entrepreneurs to share insights, tips, and experiences in the growing field of content. I'm your host, Jesse Russell, and I appreciate you joining me as we dive into our guest stories and learn from each other's successes and challenges to put story first. So welcome to Story First. I'm Jesse Russell. Thanks for joining us again today. I'm very excited as we're celebrating World Animation Day to bring on our vice president, uh, creative director, Jeff Gould, to talk to us about the process of animation, the steps of it, a little bit about the history and maybe some of the differences in an animation project as opposed to a live action project. So welcome, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'd love to start off just a little bit of background about you, what you do at Bowstring and some of your background before you joined Bowstring. Sure. Um, specifically, I, I work with our, our animation team um, and uh, work with them through all of the process and, and the rigors of, of getting to a final animation for our brand clients. And um, my role is to make sure that the 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 brand aesthetic is carried through in a very unique way um, when it comes to to animation. It, and that's such a huge role because there is so many nuances that come into an animation project and so much creative as far as the design elements, bringing through brand guidelines, making sure they're translating well into motion. So there's a lot of layers there in what you do as far as working with our animation team. And so I want to back up maybe just a little bit and start us off by unpacking animation just a little bit. Can you start to discuss with us the difference of animation versus motion graphics? Yeah, it's a tricky one because, you know, motion graphics obviously has animation of elements in, in it. But when you talk about animation, you're kind of you're you're really talking about the purity of, of animation as in storytelling through animated um, characters or elements uh, that actually carry the story and and, um, and and all of the action and emotion um, delivered in it. Motion graphics is where you take a lot of mostly graphic and text, um, and a lot of it originates from a, a brand's uh, master guidelines and their, their uh, patterns and, and graphics that are approved. And you really put them into action um, in support of a video. So a lot of times it's um, used in transitions, opening, uh, closings of a video. Um, you know, when when supers or text are, are shown on screen, um, how is that element moving into the scene and integrating into the traditional video? 
um, which is all very powerful and all needs the nuances in the process of animation. So it's a bit, I can understand where the confusion um, comes in. Um, and so what's interesting about animation is the, the, the unlimited variety that you can have with uh, developing that type of content. I think there's another really interesting aspect of animation and you and I have worked together on these projects and you've worked with some of our other team members on different clients, but the ability of animation to actually go into maybe a more serious subject or a subject that is extremely complex to explain in a live action setting. And it has a way of giving you a door into those subject areas that makes it more approachable, more understandable. So I'd love for you to talk through a little bit of that as well. Absolutely. You know, um, animation is, is a great tool for telling very complex stories that um, maybe would be very hard to do with traditional video. But with the animation, you can... Um, you can still get across a very serious message in a very serious tone, but deliver it with just the right amount of details um, for the, the audience to understand what you're, you're saying. Um, and you can showcase things, you know, like different body parts or, you know, in healthcare, you see it a lot where you're showing internal organs, but you're, you're doing it in an animated way. Um, and so you can deliver clearly the message that you want, um, without having to get into actually seeing um, the real uh, tissue or anything like that. Uh, so I think uh, telling compl- complex um, subject matter in a, in a very more simplified way for you to remember um, is, is where animation can really come into play. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, we see it a lot, like you said, in healthcare, we see it when it comes to, serious subjects that can range from, you know, abuse and sexual harassment to all different types that when you're watching it as a viewer are probably less likely to trigger someone watching it um, and are something that, like you said, can get across a really serious point, but in a more approachable way so that, you know, you're not getting into all of this legality issues, especially in healthcare that you have to be careful and cognizant of. So it is a really effective and efficient way to get a point across while still maintaining the integrity of the message um, and keeping in mind your audience and maybe what they're sensitive to. So I, I love animation for that fact. And like I said, you and I have had the opportunity to work on some of those projects and they've been incredibly effective there, but there is a lot that goes into these projects. It is a quite linear process where steps really can't be skipped. So walk us through what that process is and why it's so important to follow it in a linear step-by-step approach. There are several steps to to successfully producing animation. Um, Having a, a really good sense for the final outcome before you even start um, designing any of the elements is is really important. Um, meaning, do you do you want something that's more simplified and and um, uh, simplified shapes and graphics and colors, uh, or are you looking for three D environments that are uh, really immersive and and uh, bring you in? And if 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 you can't establish that at the very beginning, um, 
it's going to require a lot of rework, usually in the um, in the animation phase. <clears throat> and it gets quite costly to go back and rework animation once you've started to try to animate it. So um, it's the the steps are really critical. And it's a, like you said, it's a it's a very linear process. So you start with inspiration. Um, once the once you've identified the the general outcome that you'd like to achieve, then you can start with uh, doing some sketches and and working through um, some of the key visual elements. Um, and as you as you kind of present those and work through that process, that starts to establish the the final look and feel that will be carried through the rest of the um, the way through all the way through in animation. Um, and then from there, you try to take the key visual elements, um, uh, or actually the script, um, rather, you take the script and you create a version of the visual script. So, um, so that that's outlining in words all of the different um, movements that you're going to expect to to really carry through the storyline, the transition elements, how you're going to go from one scene to the next scene. Um, and and really work through a lot of those, the blocking and tackling of of what the final output of the animation will will end up becoming. Um, and then once once that's been approved, um, it really gets into the storyboard process, and that's so critical. And um, you know, I can't can't talk enough about how how you can really see the motion. Um, on a on a storyboard frame by frame, um, you can really see it, see it come to life, um, and so you really want to work through all of those details at that point um, before you start to actually animate anything. Um, and and once you have the visual script done and all of the the storyboard elements done, and th then you you know what scenes you're going to to illustrate and animate. Um, you know how they might be moving and what what transition elements might uh, be there, and then you can get into really designing the design phase, which is where you you take the key visual, um, the script elements, and the storyboard elements, and you start to detail by detail design each frame out. Um, and again, this is done even before you put any of it to motion, because if if you can get all of those the the groundwork approved and and finalized, the motion aspect of it um, goes much smoother, and you're able to sort of really play. And that's when it when it gets fun, um, and you can start to see that all of the work come to life. Yeah, absolutely. It's not as easy as, you know, pulling a different stock shot and changing it out as, you know, having to go back in and actually make these, if it's characters move. I think something I learned when I first started working in animation with our post team is they actually have to rig these characters almost like a marionette would to Correct. move them. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's an insanely you know, tedious process to make sure that they're moving correctly and that they're moving within time to the script. It's not shortening a clip. It's actually, you know, completely redoing a movement. So that's the importance, like you mentioned, something like an animatic would come in so that we can get the timing down before we even go into fully baking this animation. And that's something that's so crucial to do, or we get into really costly changes. 
And we talked a little bit so far about some of the advantages to animation. I think some of the other advantages are you can update something, right? Without having to go reshoot anything in a couple years. If your animation, you have, you know, maybe some new stats you want to add in or new elements that you want to add in. You can kind of easily update that. You have the files, we have the art, we can start to change out some scenes. What would you say are some really important things for brands, agencies, or even post houses to consider when they're thinking about doing an animation project? Yeah, no, you bring up a really good subject about how animation can become somewhat timeless. Um, you know, as, as you shoot traditional video, um, you have to worry about things like hairstyles or, you know, makeup trends or, or, or even just clothing, um, the wardrobe with animation. It's, it's, yes, there can be changes in style. Um, that's why selecting animation style, uh, is, is really critical because you don't want something to, to look like a certain trendy, um, sometimes you might want something to, to tap into a trend, but uh, you do that knowingly that you you know that it has maybe a shorter uh, lifespan. Um, for most brands, they they like animation because it's a it's an evergreen uh, piece of content that can be used in any time to any audience. Um, again, you can modify it to reach different audiences and and even have the characters act out different um, subject matter, um, all by going back to the same process of, of just reworking the animation and, and having it animate to do something different. You can change the backgrounds uh, and environment that a, that a character might be in. And um, all of a sudden, it's a, it's a fresh piece of content. Um, so, uh, it, you know, as, as brands consider animation, um, those, are the, those are the things that become valuable. Right. What are some of the limitations that they should keep in mind when they're considering an animation project? What are some of those kind of guardrails of if you don't have X, Y, Z animation may not be the best route. I mean, the biggest thing is time. Um, you know, animation can be a cost effective, a way to, um, to produce content. But it certainly is not if you don't have the timeline for the linear process to take place and and to allow for um, all of the collaboration that needs to happen along the way. Um, you know, the old adage of good, fast and cheap, you can only pick two. Animation is certainly just the same. It falls into the same as, as any other marketing. Um, if you need it quick, then it's probably going to be expensive. Um, if you need it, you know, you, if you want it to be a really amazing piece of content for your brand, um, then you need to commit the time, uh, it takes to, to produce it. Absolutely. I, I think timelines are very crucial in any project, but when it comes to something that is so detailed as animation, it is so crucial. It becomes honestly the kind of life or death of the project is right there in that timeline and making sure that the creative has time to, to breathe, that everybody gets to see it, make sure it's the right choice for the brand. It's intentional. Everything I think 
needs to be intentional. Not that it doesn't in live action, but when it comes to animation, if it's not, it, it can be a really big pitfall there. So thank you everyone listening for joining us on this episode of Story First. I'm Jesse Russell and we'll see you next time.